This is Hope FM. Well, I said I was going to be talking to uh, to a special woman, and indeed I am. Her name is uh, Mariette, Mariette Davina. Uh, she hails originally from uh, from South Africa. Mariette, were you were you born in South Africa? Hi. No, actually, I wasn't. I sound exotic, but I was born in Leicester, and because um, my mom is South African, my dad is British, and then I I moved to South Africa, and I did sort of. Um, I grew up there, and I did my. I went to uni, you know, school there, and uni there, and then I came back. So the answer is, I'm, I'm half and half, I guess. <laughs> but you did go to university in in, in South Africa to study uh, yes. music. So, so has music always been a part of your life? When when did you start singing in the bath when you were a child? Yeah, I started. I think you know that God gives what our destiny inside of us as a child. I think, you know, children, you have children running around saying, I'm going to be a pilot, I'm going to be this. You kind of know as a child. Um, you know, often we can veer off it, but if we stick to it, it's just something that God breathes inside as a child. So I had a wonderful singing teacher who kind of honed me and took me under her wing and um, gave me piano lessons and we had no money and, you know, gave, put me into ice fits that I would win. And she really just, um, a wonderful lady. She's still alive today. She's only 90. So it was definitely a childless thing that I knew. But then God also put people in my life that kind of nurtured me when I was very young as well. So was faith then, you know, very important to you? I mean, how, how did you become a, a Christian uh, yourself? Was it, was it a, a sort of a, a slow process or, or was there a special event? You, you know, I'm... You know, a lot of people have these big testimonies. They did this and then became a Christian. I was always a Christian, really, because my mom took me. Um, there's the, the prophet Kim Clement, South African prophet, and he moved to the U.S. He died a few years ago, very sadly. But she went to one of his meetings in um, South Africa when I was like four years old, and she became born again. And then as soon as I started to know you know, to ask God into my heart. I think was kind of aware of what to do. I did that. Because I, she just used to take me along with her to all the meetings. It was a great revival going on in Durban at that time. So I was kind of immersed in the Word and immersed in these great preachers coming to South Africa from tiny, really. So I've, I've definitely grown up in it. I know, I know I'm, I'm, I'm waffling a bit. <laughs> I have a lot to say. <laughs> Oh no! Well, don't worry about that. I mean, it's having a lot to say is quite good for radio, Mariette. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a long story. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, now, obviously, you you call your music style, amongst other things, uh, prophetic. What, what do you What do you mean by that? You know, the prophetic, I was in two minds. Do I call myself what I am? Because a lot of people don't, don't really know what it means. It's very big in America, and there are pockets of it in uh, over here as well. It's basically um, normal worship is when you sing set songs that someone's written maybe 10 years ago, maybe recently, and you are, when you sing them as a congregation with the band leading, you are singing to God, you are ministering to God. But with prophetic worship, prophetic worship is when God gives you almost like a download, a song download to whoever is leading, and it will be a spontaneous song download meant to sing to the congregation and over the congregation. And it's 
God ministering to you. So it's a little bit the other way around to what we normally experience. And um, I feel very strongly that we serve a God that um, it, He's created. You know, He's never going to always do things the same way. He's always do creative and doing things. I mean, He created this beautiful world. You can see we serve a creative God. So worship with us all singing as a congregation to Him is one way, and it will always be around. But singing spontaneous songs where He wants to just have someone sing His heart to people spontaneously, like a fresh download, is also part of worship. And often what I would find, you know, I would start singing these songs, and people in the audience will cry or something. someone would react or something would happen because I'm singing, speaking words directly into their situation. I mean, I don't know what their situation is, but God knows. And then he uses me to, to sing like this new song into their situation, which then brings them hope or, or you know, I, I don't know how they feel afterwards. But, um, yeah. yeah, the long and the short of it, that is a, that's what it is, really. Well, of course, it's exciting, isn't it? Because I, I guess that when it comes to worship, I mean, obviously you can have the, the hymn prayer sandwich that some of us are, are used to from our, you know, when yeah. we were brought up in Sunday school. But, but actually, I, I guess that, that worship is really pouring our heart out to, to God and and in that sense our whole lives are are, are are worship you know the way we live our lives but I guess for people like yourself like worship leaders and so on uh, that you have that special task of actually bringing people uh, into the very presence of God himself and of course that that's a very high and noble task a bit scary I reckon for for people like yourself it's a step of faith every time I open my mouth and when it comes to spontaneous song. It's a step of faith because I can't do it on my own and I, I can't do it out of empty. I have to have spent time with God, spent time soaking up His Word and soaking His music. And you have to minister from a place of being almost spiritually full, if that is even a term. You can't go on empty and just make it up and just wing it. You've got to go full. You've got to go full of His presence so that when you minister, you are minister from overflowing and that people are getting the best, the best of God, the best of your time spent with God. So it, it is, it's very important it's how you conduct yourself. So you may, know, may I hand off the stage. How would you describe your worship style? Is it is it mainly classical? Um, I'm classically trained, so and I can't get away from that. And you know, I tried for years, oh, I need to be more commercial. And you know what, I've realized that there are so many commercial singers out there that I'm kind of glad that I sound a bit different. <laughs> so, um, you know, this is the way God makes me. I'm classically trained. So I was you know, a degree in performance opera. I sang all the big arias, you know, and did my last century doing all the big arias and training and that for years and years. Um, and then I started writing my own music. And so the classical training does come across in it because there are um, a lot of music these days can just be over a few notes, whereas my music spans like a huge range because I'm used to classical writers writing like that. So, so the classical style comes through strongly and it's kind of merged with um, the spiritual and then it's merged with my sort of prophetic singing. So 
it's an unusual mix, definitely. Now, Maria, the song that we're going to, the first song we're going to play is called My Rescuer, but I, I know that the inspiration for the song came out of a very challenging time for your, your mum. Tell, tell us about it. Yeah, so at the end of last year, I um, unexpectedly and just by chance found my mom collapsed on the floor. And I, you know, I called um, uh, the ambulance. They came within, I could see she was stopping to breathe, they were, and they came within two minutes, thank goodness. And they managed to intubate her because she stopped breathing completely. They managed to intubate her in time just before she stopped breathing. And she um, slipped into a, a deep coma, like phase one coma, where, you know, you have some comas where patients are still moving a bit, or whatever, but she was completely, I, I would describe her in hospital, she was, in, she was basically like a corpse um, linked up to a, a ventilator. It was just a machine reading for her, and everything about her was that she was gone. Um, she was as white as a sheet, and that continued for nine days. And I had... Um, you know, people tell me who I've known for years say, you know, Marriott, maybe it's her time to go, just let it go. Um, and I just, you know, something rose up in me and God gave me home, Psalm 117, verse 80. And he said that she will live and not die and prophesy of, you know, of the works of the Spirit of God. And I hung on to that scripture in the face of death um, because I believe that her time on earth was not done. You know, it's not God's will for her to go early. And she came through. There were two occasions when they tried to take the breathing tube out of her that she died again. Um, and it was touch and go. But I had, you know, I was praying. I had people who had faith because, you know, there were people around me that didn't have the faith for her to survive. But it's important in a situation like that when it's late life and death that you surround yourself with people who will believe in the impossible because this wasn't an impossible situation. In the natural, she was going to die completely. And God came through. He um, completely restored her. It was um, a very, very dark period. I, I would never wish this on anybody because you feel like you can't, you were so oppressed by the magnitude of the situation. Well, let's have a listen. Let's have a listen to the song. Okay. Desperate for change When will this ever end? Cause I'm tired of depending On my own strength Cry day after day God make a way Cause I'm tired of pretending 
So Maria Davina there, that's right, called uh, my my rescuer. So do you get do you get a lot of inspiration, um, Mariette, for your writing and you know in terms of waking up in the night? I mean, you've already said, of course, that when you go out and you do performance and things, you often just get downloads on the spot where you, you where you you really sing uh, to folk and minister to them. I guess is the is is the term. But where in general, where does your inspiration come from? Um, I write over, uh, like, my first album was very much of my experiences. It was, like, leaving my record label, moving back to the UK, big experiences that had sort of affected me. But I find my second album is very much, I write, apart from Rescuer and uh, Rise, the end of Rise, it's very much God-focused and on focus on the love of God and my experience of his love for me. So... I definitely write on experiences, but the first album was more outward experiences, whereas this album is more sort of inward, heart-to-heart, God-to-God experiences, if I'm making sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as you, go, yeah. as you go forward, are you, are you currently working on a, on a new album? Or are you, um, what's in store for you? I've just released my second album. Um, it's been a long time um, since I did another one. So I've actually literally just released it. It's going into um, the... I've been selling normal CDs. People still buy CDs. I can't believe it from my website. <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's a miracle. <laughs> they just listen in their car, but it's better than nothing, I guess. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm having to get my head around the whole streaming business. It's awful. I don't think it's fair. But... Um, yeah, so my music should be live actually on all the sort of um, streaming sites. And actually, this week because I, I loaded it up over the weekend. So, what's, so that's the what, new album. What's the album called, Mariette? You know what? It's I'm, I don't do things normally. It's called Volume Two. <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> Volume One was first album. This is called Volume Two because it's an extension of Volume One, and it's just me having grown and matured as a musician and also my faith in God and the covers are very much in the same theme so I just thought God you know God just said make, you know make it volume two Marriott because it's going to be a volume three and a volume four so yeah oh, that's my plan well no, we're yeah. going to play Rise so do you, want to, do you want to introduce what was the inspiration thinking behind this song it's very very a bouncy little song this it is. It's not my usual style, but I just said to the people in the studio, just do whatever you like, <laughs> and that's what they came up with. Yeah, it's also just strength. I started writing it before the ordeal with my mom. I finished writing it afterwards, you know, so the end lyrics reflect just that, that um, you know, nothing is impossible, and, you know, believe in the impossible, and miracles will happen for you. So it's also roundabout. It's sort of the ending is the same theme as my rescue and that if God can rescue my mom from a coma, he can rescue you from absolutely anything, mm. if you believe in. 
Amen to that. Well, Maria, if people wanted to, to check out your music, uh, you, you mentioned your website there, and obviously uh, probably it's on most of the, the distribution platforms, but, but just give us your website address. Do you have that offhand? Um, I do. It's, it sounds a bit difficult. It's, it's basically www.mariettedavina.com. So, oh, uh, that's fair. Mary, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as you know how to spell Marriott, I guess it's well, fine. Well, let, let's, let's tell folk how to spell Marriott. You, you, you tell them how to spell your name. Okay. <laughs> it's um, M-A-R-I-E-T-T-E. And then Davina is D-A-V-I-N-A. Well, Maria, thank you so much for, for joining me. And every blessing, uh, and pray that that music inspiration for it and touching people's lives continues uh, to flow. Amen. Amen. And, and this, thank you. This is Rice. You give strength, strength to the
that's uh, the music of uh, Mariette uh, Davina there. And if you want to check out some more of that, you can go to Mariette's uh, site. That's uh, www.mariette. Mariette spelled M-A-R-I-E-T-T-E and Davina, D-A-V-I-N-A. Uh, Marinettedavina.com uh, and that particular track of course as I said was called uh, was called Rise For more inspirational interviews podcasts and Hope FM best bits visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again